When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's shoot over and have a chat to Mills Mulliana, who's been doing an outstanding job. He's busy as hell. He was on the news last night, breakdown. He calling the game over there in Dunedin. So we appreciate your time, Mills. Malili, how you doing, brother? Uh, morena, morena. Very good, thank you. Hey, mate, uh, we've been trying to break it all down throughout the morning. Um, 90% pretty obvious in terms of the All Blacks, but I think the split... If you're going to go 18-15, I've gone 18-15, Kempi's gone the same, but Ricardo's gone 19-14 split, and that allows you to potentially pick another Lucy. Where are the challenges today in terms of selections for Fozzie and Co? Oh, well, I think Izzy, the, the biggest challenge is sort of the outsides, really, where you sort of lose them. The mm. split does become a big issue. Um, we're hearing news also that... Uh, Ritalik might be out for a, a wee while, so um, perhaps mm. now an opportunity for, for another lock to come in, like a Josh Lord. Uh, and I'd like love to have, I mean, all the Lucy's crap for me really stayed there. You know, six Lucy's, you probably had another, um, you lose another prop, um, you know, just go on with five five props. But the biggest talking point, obviously, is the, the Lucy's and also the, the outside backs, because, man, we've got, some, we've got some pretty classy players that are going to miss out. When you look at the Lucy's, I've tried to have a stab in the dark with the, the Lucy's. I've gone for five Lucy's. I've left Dalton Papali out. Now, I've probably gone a bit far-fetched there, but I th- I think with <laughs> Sam came Artie Savia covering seven, you potentially allow you to bring a Luke Jacobson. But then if you change the split, you can add another Lucy in there, so he makes it. So I've just gone basically on the 18-15 split, and I've added another outside in there. Yeah, well, I think... Well, he stays there. I think um, I think the Lucy department it becomes interesting, doesn't it? So they all stay. Jacobson mm-hmm. makes makes the cut there too. Uh, the big biggest one would have been you know whether Blackheader um, came into the fold, but he's obviously injured mm-hmm. uh, again. But Sammy Penny for now, um, and he had an outstanding game in the weekend. So I, I think he goes. Um, and also Brazil, yeah, the, the two players that are similar, aren't they? Um, mm. And then you then you sort of weigh up. I mean, Barrett can still play, um, and, and the Lucy Lucy's of need be. But I think the biggest one is that you know you, you add another lock in there with Josh Lord um, just to cover that sort of uh, I suppose Brody Retallick being out. What about what about Finley? What about Finley Christie Moles? Has he done enough, or is Brad Webster get him? I think he has. I think he's he's done enough in terms of. I think it would have been a little bit different um, had the All Blacks had lost. Uh, I think yeah, you know coaches will tend to dissect the things a little bit, uh, a little bit more after mm. after a loss. There's probably a good feeling in the camp within the group as well. He hasn't had really good service. Um, you know that South African game that he sort of came on, it was really scrappy, um, but he held held things together. I mean, I, it was interesting to hear you say about his defensive effort as well. As he, I think he's really strong in there. So and and mm. all the halfbacks are a little bit different. Um, Christie comes on. If, if anything, it's, it's probably his passing. Um, it's probably let him down because he hasn't had that service. Um, but I, I think there won't be too many sort of changes in terms of Fozzie's team um, 
when he when he, when he, when he names those halfbacks. So I, I think Christie still still goes, and, and Roy Gard, mm. um, having you know, played those minutes in, in Melbourne as well, he brings something totally different to, to the other two halfbacks, mm. which I like too. Yeah, he's, he looked good, particularly when he got his debut against Australia in Melbourne. I absolutely love Cam Roygaard. But it's the outside, somewhere where you know a lot about Millsy, and you've got the dead set certainties, Will Jordan, Mark Talia. Outside of that, it's anyone's guess. Yeah, oh, man, crazy, isn't it? I mean, <laughs> I, I, I've got Lester in there. I think Lester yep. sort of, you know, backs up as a... Same. Uh, as a wing, possibly go, you know, covers that sort of midfield, um, midfield if, if we need be. Um, Imani Narawa, uh, you know, he's been out. Mm. You know, I think he showed, um, you know, some class in that, in that first game against Argentina. And so, there's a little bit of versatility there um, in terms of the, the outside backs because you've got those dead set right, the Atelier, um Jordan, and, and also and also Bowden Barrett at the back. It's just the makeup of the others. So I've gone um, Imani Narawa uh, and Lester Fanganuku. Um, you know, uh, to cover the rest. Um, and then, obviously, you know, David Harvey, you know, he comes back into the fold. I think he's there all day, every day. And, um, yeah. man, he got yeah. four minutes under his belt. You know, he, he props up at, uh, that, that all those midfields as well, which is good. What do, what do you take out of the game on the weekend, Mills? You know, Fozzie's come out and said they, they would have learned a lot like that um, and was quite happy that they could show that they come back and get it. But what do you, what do you take out of that uh, given them the amount of changes that he made and the and actually the way that they did come back and won it. I'll keep you you take massive stuff from that because they couldn't even get their fans together, right? In that first half they were down fourteen mm. odd um points, you know, going into the break. The Aussies, mate, they were they were up for it, you know, they were you know, all the tackles that the all blacks made. You've got young guys in there, you've got you know, they've got likes of Sammy Penny for you now, you know, um Stevenson out in the wing. Um, you know, guys that haven't played for a very long time. You know, even you know, DMAC, you know, wasn't on song, and they weren't getting their way. They couldn't even, you know, get their structures mm. in place. But what you get out of it is the fact that they stayed in the fight. Guys, you know, put their hands up when they've got, you know, um, hardly any experience. And we, and we know, you know, Richie Moonga, you know, Aaron Smith came on a little bit more experienced. Dan Coles, and it came on the, in the in the second half. But the guys before that, he sent them back out there you know, after the break, and they really started to bring that comeback back. You know, they've got they've got their game into play for the likes of you know the Richie Mourners and the and the Aaron Smiths to, to be able to finish it off. So confidence in the fact that hey, it's Test match rugby. These guys would have experienced that. This year, you probably would have seen guys um, like a Sammy Penifi now and that like not even want to get their hands on the ball. But what what we've seen was a real confidence and belief in their games. Um, you know, Tokiaho wasn't hitting the mark, and all of a sudden they, they come back out and they're getting their game together. So from a confidence point of view, that's huge. Um, from a depth uh, perspective, it's great, isn't it? Because, you know, we're talking about Damien not quite being uh, quite right, but he still showed glimpses um, of, of the stuff that he can do on attack, and particularly down that left-hand side when he sort of broke through and, you know, started to get the game to, his game together. What, what I like about it is we've got two different first fives. We've also got a few mm. different sort of halfbacks. But right across the board, man, we've got some we've got some real experience and real good cover. Yeah, I'll take a lot out of that performance, Millsy. When you make 13 changes and your back's against the wall, you know, it could have gone real pear-shaped, but we had our, our impact from the bench, so much experience coming on and just bringing a bit of calmness. And I think settles the debate, the debate for who's going to take the reins when they go to France. But in terms of set-piece... We saw a bit of disruption in the first 40 minutes, uh, particularly with Tamaiti Williams 
and the old impact that they were able to have. But if you look at it a bit closer, I think Australia, knowing their weakness at set-piece, allowed for them to be lacking on the jump, on, on the hit. Did you see a bit of that happening with them trying to back it away and then the ref not kind of understanding it and they just kind of went in there with a blank game plan that, OK, the ABs have got us up front, we're going to try and, I don't know, hate to say it, but cheat here? <laughs> Australians, <laughs> surely not. You've got, you've, got, you've, got, you've got two outside backs trying to talk about the set piece and the scrum here, but uh, you're right, you're right. I mean, we had a couple of yarns, you know, with, you know, um, Jason Ryan and that uh, at the end of the mm. game, and you could you could see that the, the, the All Blacks were actually frustrated because they felt that the, uh, you know, in the scrum, that the, that the Wallabies were actually pulling back, which then, yeah. you know, obviously they lost their footing and now going down. So, uh, again, I mean... This comes down now to you know the, the refereeing you know uh, interpretations, and when you look closely, you can actually see a little bit of that um, you know with the mm. uh, with the props sort of pulling back a bit. But what was great about it is you know the All Blacks come away, they've adapted, and you know the, the scrum actually really started to you know dominate again. You know Newell came on as well; he was outstanding. The the likes of you know um, Dane Coles, but those young guys, you know Tamaiti Williams, you know going through. What they did, you know, that's that's an experience that yeah you just can't get when you're when you're training, you know, in camp. So it's it's wonderful that they they adapted, but also something they're got, they're going to need to be conscious of when they sort of face, uh, mm. um, you know, the Northern Hemisphere teams. That things like that will come up. Is 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 that what you you've noticed, you know, through this um, campaign, Mills? That uh, when they get up to the World Cup, that the referees are going to play a part in in, in some of the outcomes. Man, I mean. You'd think so, you know. I mean, and this is not a criticism of the referees, but but also we've got so many rules, haven't we? I mean, you can you can officiate about twenty rules when you go to the breakdown, but the style is also different, you know. Our, the style that we play here and the style that things we referee things are a little bit different in terms of the flow, uh, the stop startish, and this is where we've kind of in, in, in the past struggled a little bit when the game is the tempo isn't quite what we want it to um, you know compared to you know um, you know what it is over there over in the northern hemisphere and when you've got northern hemisphere referees that have ref that sort of way that can also make an impact I, I hope that it doesn't come down to the man in the middle that sort of uh, I mean, it makes mm. a decision or creates because man well, this is going to be a tight tightly contested rugby world cup there's so many teams that could win this, and you don't want it to to, to have a refereeing decision, um, you know, be the talk of the town once it sort of finishes. But there's, there's definitely that aspect of you know adapting to the referee and and, and sort of um, the things that they like to see. One great thing that I've seen in the weekend was that the, you know the time wasting. I mean, uh, Australia's obvi- Australians obviously try to you know disrupt the, um, the All Blacks in terms of that tempo. Big moment in the game. It's a 50-22. But just you know, um, this is where they, uh, the Wallabies could have really you know stamped up their mark, and then um, free kicks inside the All Blacks twenty-two, yeah. and that, that's massive. So I think consistency in doing things like that, you know, you can't just have it here and there. You've you've got to be consistent right across the board, and that's probably all that punters are sort of after that the referees are consistent. Yeah, it's quite interesting. You, you spoke about that because Eddie's spoken about the All Blacks' fitness and they look just a step above the Australians and so he would have gone in there with the game plan, slow it down, it's come back to, to bite them in the backside. The results over the weekend, Millsy, before we let you go, obviously France losing to Scotland. Can you take much into that? Wales beating England, Ireland getting over Italy, South Africa beating Argentina. you take much out of that? It's getting pretty tight, isn't it, Go come World Cup time? 
I, not not too much. I don't take any much mm. out of what's happening in the Northern Hemisphere. They're, they're in a different phase. They're sort of they're sort of rolling in yeah. as if you're coming off a preseason. For teams like Scotland and, and getting a win, um, I think that's massive in terms of the the, the confidence you know, uh, amongst the group. It was an understrength side that they played, but. And saying that, man, I, I wouldn't take too much into the, those sort of results leading into the Rugby World Cup. Um, it's a long time over there, isn't it? Seven old, eight old weeks. Mm. Um, and, and coming into it and being sort of um, building nicely is, would, would be clearly the focus of, for Norman Hemsworth. So for us, it's about, you know, when do we taper off? We've had some real hard, um, you know, uh, games, uh, these last three games. How do you taper off and without tapering off too much before we go to the, the Rugby World Cup? We've got another big game uh, at Tukinum. Um, the team that he picks will be interesting. Um, and then after that, obviously, the, the big one, the opener uh, against uh, the French. Man, it's going to be a huge game. I cannot wait. It's getting closer and closer. Big day in terms of the All Blacks today. Quickly, before I let you go, Millsy, can you ask Mills, has J.K. and Jeff Wilson had a dust-up? Things seemed a bit aggro last night on the breakdown from Eastie. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, I, I, like, I like sitting back and just, just listening to them. When we go to ad breaks, they're still at each other, so... I'm more than happy to be the referee at, 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 at that stage. I feel for Kirsty. She just sits back and has a little chuckle herself. But uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I do have a little wee dust up, mate. I, I don't know who's going to win. I'd say I'd say more the the sir than the than the, than the other fella. <laughs> so JK, hey, get it over, Goldie. Hey, appreciate your time, Millsy. Thanks so much. And uh, you'll be all over tonight, five o'clock, when they announce the Rugby World Cup squad. It's a great time to be an All Blacks fan. Thanks so much, mate. Awesome team, have a good day. Oh, mate, that would to be a fly on the wall in that. Yeah, I'd, I'd take JK, eh? <laughs> they yeah, always, more, they but, always but get more both, right. both right wingers. Both right wingers. Is yeah. that correct? Yep. yep. Just, you know, Just a little bit of banter there. Both got the best plenty wing? to say. <laughs> plenty to say and, and struggle to get a word in. That's why Millsy sits back, mate. You just can't. Like, all the oxygen's gone <laughs> in that up. little studio. You're like this. <laughs> <laughs> Can I have some air, please? <laughs> <laughs> That's why he's sitting back. But, mate, it would have been a fiery debate. And, uh, yeah, so look, it's... It's anyone guess today. <laughs> it's anyone's guess today. But I've had a stab. And like you said, you've got 1914 split, which makes sense. You know, and it all comes back to can you take cover? You know, how much is cover available? You know, Brody Vitale's going to be out for the first two games of the World Cup. Do you take that risk? Take him, and then you've got to bring in a Josh Lord. Or does Tupo via enough cover for that position? Samuel Whitelock, Scott Barrett. So it's. Uh... Well, I mean, if you take Josh Lord, right? If you take Josh Lord mm. and, and, and Tupuvai's there, then Tupuvai has to cover six. That means what mm. Finau misses out. Mm. Imagine that. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine that, putting your heart on your sleeve and going out and, and having, doing nothing wrong, really, and then having to miss out. But that is World Cups, mate. People are going to miss out and. I've been on both sides of it. Today is a huge day in terms of the All Blacks. I've been on the day when I've been announced, and it's such an awesome moment for you and your family. It's a big day. You've got to head to do your media coverage. You know, you got to head and do everything that's asked of you for a big announcement. And then on the flip side, some of them will be absolutely distraught today, mm. absolutely gutted. You know, when you get that phone call yesterday afternoon from the coaching group saying that, Israel, you haven't made it. Um, you know, that's all you hear. And then they go on and talk for a minute or two. 
you don't listen to any of that. You kind of just hear the the word you haven't made it, and it's uh, it's disappointing. So there's going to be enjoy uh, happy family members today and players, but there's going to be some down and upset players as well. But what I will say to them is be ready. You know, never ever give up because injuries are a huge part of the World Cup, and you potentially might be called on to go over there and kick that winning kick, a la Stephen Donald. He made a movie out of that, and plenty more too. I cannot believe it because I would have kicked that myself, but, <laughs> you know, just be ready. Probably would have fitted the jersey better too, just quietly. <laughs> nah, if, if, if I'd have missed out on the World Cup, I would have blew out even more. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, mate. Um, yeah, interesting chat. Interesting chat. Keep those uh, who are my clues coming through as well. Those answers for the for the answer of that who am I clue number three. I played twenty four times for the Kiwis and coached them in ten tests. So we got Paulie Moati coming up. We have got plenty of messages that we'll get to uh, soon as well. So stay tuned. You're listening to Izzy and Kempi for breakfast. Thanks to Chemist Warehouse, the home of big brand vitamins at the lowest prices every day.